This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. The Trump operatives helped Kanye West get on the ballot in Wisconsin because they think he'll siphon votes from Joe Biden. Well, in a new interview, Kanye will not will not deny that that is his goal. The interviewer pointed out to Kanye that he can't get on enough ballots to win the 270 electoral votes he'd need to become president. And he said, quote, I'm not going to argue with you. Jesus is king. Then the guy asked him straight up if he's trying to sabotage Biden. And he said, I'm not denying it. I just told you. On Wednesday, President Trump denied having anything to do with Kanye's presidential campaign. Oh. So Kanye's still in it. While I was out, he and Kim decided to go on vacation together. Is that on yeah. Sunday? They left on Sunday. Where it's are past. they? They went to a, well, what I read was they went to a remote island or like an island area where they have no cameras and no one. So it's like the family got on the private jet and left and that was it. Oh, so it's kind of like the fantasy suite on The Bachelor. Yeah. Bachelorette. <laughs> no cameras. They're on their fantasy suite they are. vacation. But it's random because he keeps like somebody's got to be talking for him or doing stuff for him because like these kinds of things like him getting on the ballot in different states keep popping up. So right. is he I don't think he's doing that from afar because everything I read was like she doesn't want him to do anything with the campaign whatsoever, let alone while they're together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, it'll be over in a couple of months. Right. Uh, what else do we have here? Brad, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner spotted on a beach together. I guess she is broken up with uh, that guy she was seeing for the past couple of years. Was he a hotel dude or what was he was like a big he was a mo- business a guy. mogul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what do you what do for a living? A- I'm a <laughs> mogul. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't a Hollywood type entrepreneur. That's what they would put on his bachelor. Yes. Title a, yeah, right. <laughs> when he was on the bachelor entrepreneur. Yeah. Even though she kept a pretty low key, Jennifer Garner dated a guy named John Miller for about two years. But they recently split up, and on Wednesday, Jen was spotted on the beach in Malibu with Bradley Cooper. Yay! Now, I don't know if they're together or not. Maybe not. She and Bradley, they've been friends for almost 20 years. A long time. Long time, because they worked together on the TV show Alias from a million years ago. They were kids. That is just kids. My love affair with Bradley Cooper began... When he was Will on Alias. I loved him and Michael Vartan, who played Vaughn. Oh, and was she messing with either one of them on the show? Well, I think she was kind of in love with both of them. But it was like, I think she loved Vaughn. This is my personal opinion, of course. But I think she liked Vaughn more. Mm -hmm. But Will, who was played by Bradley Cooper, was clearly in love with her. But I think she felt like she couldn't really 
be with him because she had to protect him because he was so fragile on the show. Why was he fragile? He was just like, he played like this little wimpy guy. It was oh. before he got his like Bradley body. It was, so he, he was, was sen- he was sensitive, <laughs> sensitive and physically fragile. Yeah. Or he would get kidnapped and he got kidnapped once and she'd have to go get him. Or, and know. what was his job on the show? Was he like the, the tech geek or something? I, yeah, I think so. I can't even remember. Well, maybe this was just platonic because they've been friends for so many years. Um, plus, Bradley had his three-year-old daughter, Leah, there. Uh, Bradley split with her mom, Irina, last year. Oh, he brought Jennifer along because she's such a good mom to help with the kid. Yeah. Well, there you it's, go. It's funny. I'll put the pictures that TMZ has of them up. But the one picture, it looks like she's looking in his teeth like... It looks like they must have had lunch or something, and he's like, Do I have spinach in my teeth? Yes. Doesn't that look like that picture? And they're calling that flirty. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the excessive facial hair on Bradley. Is that flirty to you guys, though? Doesn't that look like friends hanging out going, Did I I eat it? Did I got something there? Is that the only picture they got? Was there anything where they were a little more flirty or not? That's her with the kid, and then him laying on. I mean, it doesn't, it genuinely looks like their nan. It's like Bradley, his daughter, and their nanny came out for a day of play hmm. that's it that's fun yeah that is fun fbi agents reportedly raided youtube star jake paul's los angeles mansion they were trying to investigate why jake paul has a mansion <laughs> nintendo just reported a 428 percent surge in profits due to the lockdown gaming boom Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can tell Nintendo is making a fortune because in the latest game, Mario spends an entire level sitting on a gold bidet. <laughs> the sandwich chain Potbelly has added a so-called Pup Belly whipped cream treat for dogs to their menu. And your dog might like it now, but just wait till he throws it up later. He's going to love it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, 639, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Partly cloudy skies today. High of 83. Right now, 63 at Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, so the latest story that we have on Ellen uh, is from a man who is now 52 years old, and he is claiming that he was bullied by Ellen when he was 11. So this was 41 years ago, mm. 1979. Uh, ben Gravole, I think is how you say it, he's 52 now. He says that back when he was 11, Ellen, who was 20 at the time, took pleasure in calling him fat and stupid. Ellen was working for Ben's mother at the time, and he says that he would dread going into the office because of Ellen's insults. Wait, so he was 11 and she was how old? Around 20. Around 20. Yeah, okay. so in his eyes, an adult. Old enough to know better. Old well, en- yeah. yeah. Old it's enough like she to- was picking on a kid. Yeah. All right. So he describes her as, quote, the meanest, nastiest, most horrible person, and adds, quote, she was one of the most vile people I've ever met in my life. She even criticized his artistic talent, quote, 
He said, I was sitting beside her desk. I was drawing and she criticized the drawing. She said, I guess that would look nice if you could draw. Ben claims that Ellen's attacks stripped him of his ambition in life. If people tell him that he can't do something, he just accepts it. I think the things that caught me most is, you know, being a child and being heavy, being overweight. You're always conscious of that, right? I mean, you get made fun of in school, you get made fun of other places. This was the first time I'd ever had someone who, in my eyes, was an adult do that to me. And I think that's one of the reasons it stuck with me for so, so many years. It was quite hurtful. At that age, it had an impact. You know, there's an old thing that people say, you know, hey, um, you can't do that. And people go, okay, well, I'm going to persevere through and I'm going to do it anyway. Well, you tell me you can't do that. I go, okay, (laughs) I won't do it. And I'm sure that that's not the sole reason, the sole incident from childhood that's done that. But it it definitely had an effect on how I look at people. He said he was traumatized when he went to the movie theater and realized Ellen was a voice in Finding Nemo. And uh, he refused to accompany his kids when they wanted to ride the Nemo ride at Disney. I can tell you when when, um, the Nemo movie came out, I took my children to it, not realizing that she was the voice of one of the fish. And when I heard her voice on the screen, I was traumatized. I was like, oh, my God, how could Disney have hired this person to do this children's movie? You know, I I, I just I don't know. I I just even to the point that my children wanted to do the Nemo ride at Disney. And I was like, have fun. Go on your own. I'm not not going through that. Hmm. We're not sure what if if Ben has an agenda here or, or his reasons for coming forward, but he did say that he feels vindicated that people are now realizing that Ellen is not a nice person. We had a lady in our neighborhood who was an adult that was not nice to any of the kids. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just me. You know, it was everyone. Mrs. Pereno, no one liked her. No, no. She what just would mean. she do? She had really nice kids too. That was a crazy thing. Like we were all friends with her kids. Yeah, uh, our friend Mark. You know, he used to hang out in our group, but. Yeah, she would she would say mean things like, you know, oh, the fat kid, call the fat kid the fat kid. Or, you know, she, you know, say that's an ugly dress or that girl is ugly. Oh, or, my God. Yeah, and she'd my talk God. about the other moms and stuff. And, what would she say to you? Well, I remember my mom saying that she really hated my mom. And I, I said, I said, why do you hate my mom? I was, <laughs> I was young enough to just yeah. blurt out the question. I'm like, why do you hate my mom? And she's like, I don't hate anybody. I just hate you. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's a thing, though, is it's like you never know. You just don't know how the kid's going to take it. Like, this kid with Ellen was obviously traumatized right. by it, and it had a, a major effect on the rest of his well, life. And, and if, I didn't, if I didn't know that Mrs. Perenna wasn't saying that to all the stuff like that, to all the right. kids in the neighborhood, like if I thought I was the you only the target, only one, you were single and now. I didn't have the benefit of my mom saying, don't worry, she's crazy, like she's just yeah, mean, she's mean right. to everyone, then I, I could totally could see totally. how that would mess you up. Yeah. Right. Like an adult right. just told me they hate me. What right. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, can I have a popsicle? You right. know, like, I hate you. No. Right. Everybody gets fun except you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, in other e-news this morning, it's the question Breaking Bad fans have been asking for years. Will Walter White appear on Better Call Saul ever? I don't know how that works since he died. But oh, isn't, spoiler isn't, alert. <laughs> so, because uh, I... I don't know like what the relationship is between Better Call Saul and the other show, but I thought it was like a prequel. Did not was this not the time before? Or was that the time I after? It was a prequel. Better Call Saul is a prequel. That's right? what I thought. It's not it a spinoff. A... It's a prequel. 
Yeah. Right? Is it I, a pre or a post? I thought it was a post, but I may very well be wrong. I think it's a prequel. I was under the impression that it was a prequel, so I mean he could conceivably the case, then, yeah. appear in it. But Yeah, it says it is a prequel There you go. Spin off of Gillian's previous series. I only watched a few episodes of Breaking Bad and I never stuck with it and I I never got on board with Better Call Saul. But you know, I know that a lot of fans have been asking the question, you know, will Brian Cranston ever appear on Better Call Saul? If it were up to Brian Cranston, the answer would be yes. He said, I-, I would be in it if the producers wanted me to be in it. Sure, I'd do it in a second. Hasn't happened yet, but we'll see. I don't know. There's one more season to go, and why not? We'll see what happens. One thing that they have invited Brian Cranston to do is to direct an episode of Better Call Saul. But yeah. the timing has just never worked out. Mm. But he says he loves the show. He thinks it's a fantastic show. So so why not? Why not? Pop on in. Right. Right. I was watching this show on Amazon called, ah, that Brian Cranston produces. It's something about Pete. Dang it. Mm. I'm going to have to look it up. But anyways, it's not a very good, like, I, I somebody recommended it to me, um, but it, it's not, a, like, a super good show until huh. I, yet again, have found myself, like, involved in some kind of show that I was like, oh, this is going to be good. What the heck? Sneaky Pete. That's what it's called. It's called Sneaky Pete, and it's about these, like, guys that are running a big con. And I'm at the end of the first season, and I feel like... I got another episode. I got another episode. And there's like three seasons of this show. Hmm. And Brian Cranston directs the whole thing, which is why I was like, oh, it's got to be great. And it, to me, it's just like, oh, well, it's not that well, good. Well, I wouldn't recommend it. No. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, there's a doll out there that's getting pulled off the shelves. So I don't know if you have the uh, the new Poppy doll from Trolls. Oh. But it's... um. Yeah. What it, is there? A, is there a sharp object attached to it? No. Is there a choking hazard? No. People are complaining that it promotes inappropriate touching. This I what? can't. I cannot. How does it believe, do that? I can't even believe that they they made this doll. That anybody thought for a half a second. That I this thought would the fly. same thing. Thank you, I'm like, Jen. Seriously, how many people did this doll go through before right. someone? They were like, okay. Uh, the doll has a button between her legs under a skirt, and when you press it, the doll gasps and giggles and says things like "wee" and "oh." What? It's a Poppy Trolls doll, right? Poppy yes. isn't that her name? Yes. But it's under the skirt, in the middle of her body. The yes. button. The button the, is the in button. like the private yeah. part spot. Yes. yes. Like you and know then how she goes "wee." Yeah. You oh. know how most are like in. They're usually like in the hand or like on the stomach or even uh-huh. the foot or the foot. Yes. Down here is a button right here on her privates, and if you push those, she makes these sounds. Like a gasping sound. This button, it says nothing about this button on the box. Nothing. How the hell does that happen? Right? How did that right. make it up the flagpole? Exactly. Thank you. So Hasbro, of course, is saying nothing sexual was intended. A spokesperson said this feature was designed to react when the doll was seated. But we recognize the placement of the sensor may be perceived as inappropriate. They're saying this was not intentional and we are happy to provide customers with a replacement poppy doll of similar value through our consumer care team. 
We're in the process of removing the item for purchase. Wait, their excuse is that 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 was intended to be activated when the doll was seated. Yes. So, so when the doll sits down, mm-hmm. like a gasping sound, this button, it says nothing about this button on the box. Like a gasping sound. Yeah. Yes. I don't see how the two relate. The Trolls World Tour Giggle and Sing Poppy is the name of the doll. We don't know how long it's been out. Hmm. Trolls World Tour movie came out in April and the toys started to go viral this week. There is an online petition. And it claims the doll is, quote, conditioning our children to think pedophilia is okay. That's so weird. It had more than 250,000 signatures so far. I mean, that is mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. It really is mind-blowing to me. That's almost a, uh, that's, you know. I mean, think of how many desks that had to have crossed. Exactly. Be- right. You know, how many executives, like, signed off on that and said, yep, looks good to me. Well, and I mean, wow. don't they, like... When they make toys, and maybe this is just my, you know, thought about it because of watching the movie Big, but, like, don't they put kids in a room and tell them to play with it and then observe them? Wouldn't they have Usually. seen that happen? Yeah, you know like testing I mean? it. Yeah. And thought nothing Product of it. testing. Mm-hmm. Right. And thought nothing of it? I don't know. Hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anything else on the e-news front? Oh, I think that's plenty for we now. We are finished right. for now. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.